Hey y'all, welcome. My name is Caitlin Darty, and welcome to my podcast, Hot Takes with Kate. In this podcast, we'll discuss all things life, athletics, relationships, and faith. I cannot wait for you to come along on this journey with me and have great conversations with so many amazing people. Let's get honest and bring on the hot takes. Hey y'all, welcome back to Hot Takes with Kate. I am so excited. I cannot believe we're already on episode five, but I am so excited for my guest today. He is a 32-year-old who lives right here in Dallas. He was previously in the U.S. Air Force and then went to Texas Tech to pursue his bachelor's degree. Go ahead and wreck him. After receiving his bachelor's, he became a full-time teacher for nonverbal autistic kids and then moved to being a junior high teacher for career and technical education for engineering. On top of all of that, he is now currently studying at Dallas Theological Seminary part-time to become a preacher. We met through a Bible study he is leading for a group of friends and I, and he has given me so much wisdom. He truly loves the Lord and has quite a few hot takes. So please welcome to the podcast, Chadrick Ledbetter. Chadrick, thank you very much for coming on Hot Takes with Kate. Um, I know we've only known each other for a short time, but I feel like you have a lot of good things to say. Well, thank you. And um, this is going to be very hot. hot. It's going to be a lot of hot takes. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, they may be hot. Um, you know what? They will be hot. Yeah. No, I think it's going to be good. Yeah. All right. Uh, getting started, I always start off with a hot take. So the first one I'm going to ask you about okay. is about faith. It could be anything on, you know, Christianity, faith, whatever you want it to be around that. Um, yes. Read your Bible. Oh. Read your Bible and read it a lot. Read it daily. Read it as much as possible. Um, you will, you, people say you can have a relationship without reading. Um, but I mean, you can look at it in the same way as how we hang out with people. Like I can't have a relationship with you unless we hang out. We can talk on the phone. We can do whatever, but I have to hang out with you. And Jesus Christ, the Holy Spirit, God, only exists within the Bible. Hang out with Jesus by reading about his life. And that, in turn, should change your life as it did. I'm sure every professing Christian has some story where it's like, I used to do this or I used to do that. And now, because of hanging out with Jesus, like I don't do those things anymore. Yeah, no, yeah. I 100% agree. I mean, the only way you build a relationship with someone is through time, and that's the only way you're going to build a relationship with God. And the Bible is the truth. And yes. so that's the only way you get to know the truth. Like, I think there's a lot of people out there that like to watch videos of, you know, pastors giving all these messages, and they're really good. But the only way that you can grow in your relationship with the Lord and really define that truth for yourself is by reading it. Absolutely, yeah. I, I mean, um, I'm sure many other people have, have said this much better than I will right here, but um, you cannot get to know God. You cannot, have, you cannot build a relationship with God through Jesus Christ, through a pastor, through your mother, through your father's faith, through your grandparents' faith, through your friend's faith. Like It has to come from you and him, and it, he's so unique um, that you will have a tailored relationship with him. The rules, and if you call them rules, uh, everything's still applicable to the same Christian, but your relationship with your with God will be very unique. Um, it's the same way uh, that it is with 
you're, you know, we have siblings and their relationship with our parents are different. Now they still hold true to the same tenets of, of whatever it is that they are, but it's, it's just tailored just a little bit differently um, to their needs and to what they are and who they are. Yeah, no, absolutely. I agree with that 100%. So uh, people may not know this about you, but uh, you're at Dallas Theological Seminary. I am. Um, what made you want to go and do that? Thank you uh, for asking. Um, Dallas, for those of you who don't know, Dallas Theological Seminary is, is like the Harvard of the South. It's one of the best schools. to. It's one of the best seminaries to study um, the Bible uh, because of its rigorous coursework and things like that. And so what, what ultimately brought me here, I mean, I, I was, I spent the semester at Moody Theological Seminary in Chicago. Um, I then transferred to Southwestern Assemblies of God University in Waxahachie, not Waxahachie. Um, uh, and then now I'm at Dallas Theological Seminary. Um, and so my major is apologetics and evangelism which means um, I will defend the faith and then I will go tell the world about, um, I, really all I'm going to tell the world is go read your Bible. Um, so what, in, in, in short, what made me want to do this is I want you to read your Bible. I want you to experience what I experienced um, with Jesus Christ, through Jesus Christ, uh, and all the good things he's done for me. And I don't say that cliche, like uh, in a cliche sort of way, um, you know, whenever you have a really good food, really good drink, or just something, just some sort of experience, like, um, I mean, we're right here by Chelsea's Corner, so if you were like, if Chelsea's Corner was really great, you'd be like, you have to come to Chelsea's Corner, like, you have to experience it, um, and it's, and obviously that's a poor example, but I'm still stating that, like, the experience that I had with Jesus, like, I used to be really angry, I used to be very hateful, I used to sleep around, I used to, uh, I don't, I don't want to say do drugs, I've done them, of course, but, um, I used to love to get drunk and, and be a part of the nightlife. And it's like once I met Jesus, or um, I met him a long time ago, but once I started to make him the the king, the savior of my life, I think that's when things really took a turn for the better. Yeah. Yeah, no, I think uh, a lot of the time God gives us broken paths so that we can, you know, help others and bless others. And um what we've gone through and essentially that's what a testimony is and sometimes it's not completely you know a lot of people think oh my testimony isn't as broken as other people but it doesn't mean you don't have a testimony because pride is no different than struggling with drugs or yeah, alcohol or whatever that may be yeah absolutely yeah yeah uh, we all we all have different stories and um mine is when i was younger um I, I think maybe, I don't know if we all get caught up, so I guess I'll just speak on my own. Um, but when I was younger, my story's so deep and intricate and so many real crazy downturns and things that were out of my control. Um, and I used to hear other people's stories and I'd, and I'd kind of dismiss them and discount them because th that should be something, that's like a very first world American problem. And, and to me, in my head and my heart, it wasn't a problem. Um, I had to obviously step back, uh, be humble about about what's going on, where I'm at in my faith, and understand you know spiritual milk and spiritual bread and stuff like that. So, it was a, uh, I I just always now whenever somebody's telling me about a problem or something like I understand that that may be the biggest problem that they've faced within their life, regardless of their age, uh, regardless of their spiritual maturity. This may be the biggest problem, and nonetheless, 
it's a problem that's in their life right now. Um, and how we respond as humans can determine like where they go next. Like if, if, if I respond good or, or in a, in a way of, of light and mercy and grace, um, they're going to be more willing to open up to the next person. Um, as opposed to now, if I respond with like, that's really stupid. Like you should get over that and blah, blah, blah in a very secular worldly way. Um, well, that person may shut down the next time that, you know, they're, that they want to speak and say something. I had a friend um, and she was, um, you know, I don't want to say it was counseling um, because it, it would have been, I don't think that that'd be right to say to, to counsel, but we, she wanted to know biblical principles about what she should do next and where she should go within her journey. And so um, we, we, went, uh, we went and had a meal together and, you know, we were talking about um, her issues and what, what she had going on. And one of the most impactful things she, she like said, and obviously she, you know, she did this subconsciously, unconsciously, but she was, she like looked at me. There was a moment in our conversation after we had, we had got done speaking and there was a moment in our conversation where she says, um, she looks me directly in my eyes with like these, she was just like gazing at me and, and not in, in some sort of physical sexual way, but she was just like looking very intently at me. And after telling me her, like the, her issues and problems that she was dealing with. Um, and she, she says, Chadrick, do you, do you really like, you really believe what I'm saying? And I'm like, yeah, I do. She was like, everybody else has dismissed it and just said like to get over it and to do whatever. Um, and to, and that I shouldn't be feeling this way or, or whatever. Now I'm no, I'm no pushover, you know, but nonetheless, I still understood. I wanted to, uh, uh, validate her, her claims and things that she was feeling, you know, I didn't want to dismiss them because I, I do believe that the things she was going through were pretty easy to get out of. Um, but when you add all the other things that were going on in her life, um, on top of this, like, yeah, it's an issue and we need to work through it. Um, as Christians, you know, we're called to bear one another's burdens, um, and, and healthily do that. Right. Because there, there are times um, I think me and you talked and there, there's just times where you can't, like I physically cannot bear someone else's burdens right now. Yeah. But that's why we, we need a team around us so that we can have that sort of room. Um, what do you think about that? Yeah, no, I think that, uh, emphasizes the importance of community. Uh, I think it's a really important thing, uh, as Christians and people you come across, right? Because we is, we're only human beings and I feel like you and I have had conversations and you're probably very realistic and understanding, which I think is a great gift to have and probably why you reach so many people. Um, but yeah, I think having community around you because you can't take on the burdens of just one person, right? Like you need people surrounding you to give that person a different perspective or, Hey, I'm better at helping. I may be able to help you better with this than this right, person, yeah. you know, that's a great, that, yeah, that's actually a really, really great point. Um, in sports, you know, when I'm thinking about football or basketball, there's just certain things that people do better, right? There's certain things that people's bodies are built for, right? Like when you're thinking about offensive linemen and there's, they're at short is six, four, and that's pretty short for an offensive lineman. Um, and the running back is maybe five, eight, five, nine, maybe five, 10. That's a tall running back, but it, they just do, they have, they possess certain qualities that make them better for their position. Um, but also in saying that, like you have to know your teammates, right? Like I, like me getting to know you, I, I'm developing a sense of like what you're good at and what you're not. And not to say that you couldn't work on things, but there's just gifts that God has given you um, that you're good at. Yeah, it's yeah. your it's your spiritual gifts. That's correct. Yeah. yeah so yeah. no, that's good. Okay. So 
that was a pretty good hot take. However, I think the next one might be better. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so, uh, all right, what's your what's your hot take on relationships slash dating? Yeah, okay, um, Lord, I, I, I'm glad we have time here. It's a beautiful day, too. Um, I, I'm so... I'm glad men aren't aware. I'm glad they're not consciously aware. Uh, we, me and one of my uh, best friends were talking, and you know, I was telling him, "This is this is a real scenario. This happened. He is he's a good-looking guy, um, and he's he's pretty he's pretty personable, um, which adds to it, you know. And so he, he he's recently married, um, and so he he got a haircut, and he got it a little bit shorter on the sides, it's uh, than he normally does. Um, I don't know if it was on purpose. I was with him when he was getting a haircut. I don't know if it was on purpose, but nonetheless, he did. And I was like, he, he you know, whenever you get a new haircut and you, you've kind of went out on a limb there, you, you don't really know if you look good, right? Um, and so I thought it looked really good. I did. And I, and I wanted to make sure that he knew that um, as a friend. Now, I didn't go rubbing his head and telling him, like, oh, so, this looks so good. I, you know, I just really just told him, hey, that's, a, you, that's nice. It looks good on you because it really did. Um, and then, uh, I think we went to his family's restaurant and his sister said something about it. Um, and I think she even said that it looked good, excuse me. And then his wife came and she was like, Ugh, I hate it. And that immediately, like we were, we went from joking and like, um, she came, obviously gave a verbal greeting, gave him a hug, you know. Um, they talked a little bit, just, you know, like, Hey, how was the drive or just whatever they said. And then, um, and then she says, I hate it. And you could just see like the, the, the blood drain out of him. Right. Because he was like, what, what do you mean? So everybody that had given him a compliment, um, like it mattered of course, but the one person, um, that he wanted to, to like it was his wife. You know, and so she was going in at she like she wasn't going in at him, um, but she was just you could tell she genuinely did not like it. And so um, the compliments from from each other, from our from our significant others who were dating uh, um, and things like that, like to me, men do men don't get any love throughout the throughout the day, throughout their life, throughout the month, throughout the week th or throughout the week, throughout the month, throughout the year. Like we don't get any love. There's no there's no. Um, there's no compliments being paid to us, right? Um, because people think like, oh, if I give him one compliment, that's going to boost his ego. That's going to make him feel, that's going to fill his head. And he's in, he's going to turn into um, some douchebag or, some, you know, something like that. And so um, I'm, I'm really hurt because like, even for, even for me, um, I, I'm going to say this and, and I don't, I don't mean it to sound uh, douchebaggy, quote unquote, I'm sorry <laughs> to use that, but it's a hot take here. Um, and for me, like I'm, I'm a fairly good-looking person, and and I and I genuinely mean that. Like I know I'm not the best, I know I'm not the worst-looking, and I know I'm not the best-looking, and so on and so forth. Um, so, but I've been told many times, like Chadrick, you're hot, or Chadrick, you're you know you're handsome, or you're good-looking, or something like that. So I have a little bit of fuel in the back um, that that kind of propels me when I'm going through these moments of like. Nobody has told me I'm beautiful today. No one has told me I'm pretty today. No one has told me I'm X, Y, or Z. Like, I, I just have to go through life. Men just have to go through life. Like, no one's saying, like, hey, nice outfit. And it may not be a nice outfit, you know, yeah. but, like, nobody's telling me 
or men um, in general, just like, hey, because in the workplace, think about it, in the workplace, um, you can't go to a, usually, typically, right, you can't go to a, a someone and be like, oh, wow, you look really good in that. And the truth is that most men may take that as like, does she want to be with me? You know, like, is that yeah. what we're doing here? Um, and so men do have that responsibility on that side. But like I said, we're not getting any love. We rarely get hugs. Like, when's the last time... When's the last time a man? I go, go ahead. I would right. disagree with okay, that. Okay, good. One. I good. feel like guys get a lot of hugs. Okay, from who? From girls. For when? Like if I if I don't know like between guy and girlfriends or like if you're interested in someone like you always give each other a hug. Okay. Um, like if you see someone in church, you know, oh hey, how's it going? And like a girl will go up and give a guy a hug. Maybe. Okay. M- maybe that does happen. I I don't. Um, for me. Um, okay. This is another hot take from, and this happens at my workplace. Um, like I can't even go to, uh, like they wouldn't allow me to, uh, to go to a girl's volleyball game alone. Yeah. Because, because, and, but they'll allow another teacher who's not, um, you don't, you, you don't look at him and say, oh, wow, he's good looking or whatever. He's a funny guy, bigger, but, but you don't. And so I'm saying that because I thought it, I, I didn't say that to the coach that was like, she was like, we, we just can't have you there. You know, like it sends the wrong message to the girls and like, why? See, I think that's society today. Hot okay. take. Okay, because good. Because when I was in middle school, high school, like that would never be an issue. I think people think way, everything is so sensitive now. It's like, oh, you can't do this right. because, you know, oh, it may be portrayed wrong or I don't know. There's a lot of different things I can go into that, but I feel like that's not that big of a deal, even though I get where sh- that coach may have been coming from. Right. And I, and I, I mean, I did too, because they, they made the girls write like notes and like invite your teacher um, oh, and things like, but I see. Okay, yeah, so it was a different kind of situation. Well, no, that right. was, that was one specific situation where I could okay. come to the volleyball game because uh, somebody per- like two girls had personally invited me off the team um, okay. or from the team. And then, so, uh, but before that, I really love volleyball. And we have three girls that are over six foot um, that just dominate the court. This is junior high. Oh, wow. Yeah. They're, they're, they're over six foot? They're over six foot right now in junior high. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, and they're amazing, right? And it's just, it's so, I mean, anytime you watch a sport, when you watch someone dominate something, it's usually pretty fun to watch. At that point, maybe going back to more relationships. Yeah. yeah. But... Guys and girls both need affirmation. And yeah, I think your yeah. point is, right, guys don't get enough affirmation no, from no. girls because girls now today expect so much just the affirmation from the guys and they don't think they should give it to guys. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I was watching um, – so I was watching uh, Netflix and I recorded it. I don't um, – it's a minute long. Do you, think, do you think we should listen to it? I don't um, know. <laughs> it, no, it's very clean. It's, it's very clean. Um, it's from Netflix, Love is Blind. Um, I'll summarize it. Yeah, sum- yeah, yeah. quickly summarize. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, the recording's a minute long, but it was Shane and Natalie on season two. I think it was episode seven, and they were uh, no, it, it couldn't have been um, that that far down. I don't even think there's that many episodes. Anyway, nonetheless, it was season two though. On Love Is Blind, we were. It was during the pandemic that I was watching this. I hate watching this stuff. It gives me secondhand cringe. Um, <laughs> but um, so Shane is this suit. Is he's a tall. Uh, pretty good looking guy but he's super outgoing which which makes him it feels like he's even better looking than than he is and he might I mean maybe but he's a good looking guy um, he's he's tall he's funny and he just he he just loves 
life and and you can it just it, it, it's just flowing through him life is just flowing yeah. through him and he ended up with this uh this um this chick named natalie and she she is very she, i don't want to say she's introverted because she had a good personality too um but he so it was their first time in mexico it was like their first date together their first real date oh, wow. outside of the pods yeah yeah and so, but they were in mexico and so she was um he, you know he was talking about how beautiful uh how beautiful she was and is and like yeah. he just kept it, it was like subconscious unconscious affirmations to her so but and she's like um i would still love you so she, he called her beautiful he said you know i wouldn't love you if you were this beautiful um and people don't understand there's a big difference uh between be, there's beautiful there's sexy there's pretty um and maybe you could throw some other ones in there so like sexy is like i see you I think like like literally the word sex in there, and it's like I want to have se- like I would I would have sex with you, right? Beautiful. I thought whenever I was and I went back and rewatched the um, the episode before this, and I thought that when he was calling her beautiful, he was saying like the person she is because he had just got done, and that's what beautiful me- like others uh, gorgeous too. Um, but beautiful, like if I call a girl beautiful, that means like yes, she's most likely pretty on the outside. But it's like who? It, 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 that, it her everything inside of her exudes out of her. It's like yes. it's like when people say like you have so much joy and that just joy it exudes out of you. Yes, and it makes you a beautiful yes. person. Yes, right. And so he he was saying that um, they had had private conversations off the camera about how she would take care of him and that she would love him and stuff. So they went sailboat. They went sailboating. And during the sailboating, like some, it, w- it wasn't anything major, but like she like reached for him and grabbed him and helped him and like really showed through her actions that she was going to take care of him with whatever it took. And so then he, then they're getting off the boat and he's like, you are beautiful, like literally calling her beautiful. And the truth is, is that it had to be the way that I'm thinking about it because it's not like she was, she's not, you don't look at her and say, wow, she's go- like, oh my gosh, she's gorgeous. Right, like you, that's not what you well, do. Yeah, but the here's the thing with attraction and beauty standards, right? Yeah. It's not. It's about more about personality, right? Because you could think, oh, this person, I don't know if I'm really attracted to them. But then once you start talking to them, it's a totally different situation. You could b- become totally attracted to them and think, wow, like they're oh, they're oh, really good looking. Yeah. Okay. You say that. I you say that, but I don't think that that's the way the world works. I know it's not, right? Because I'm the, okay. Because listen, listen, hear me out here, okay? Because you were saying that like people have the time to give you a chance. Like the the guy that's not so good looking who may have a good personality, like you don't have the time to sit there and be like, okay, let's go on a date. Let's see how you react or respond to certain things. And it's like, oh wait, you really are really cool. You know what I mean? Like you don't have that time, so that rarely happens. What do you mean you don't have that time? Like, or rather, I'm saying you won't give that person the time because of their looks. Like, okay, well, hot take. I would. (laughs) Okay, right, right, but that's. I think I think it depends on the person, right? A lot of here's the thing with majority of girls and guys, both both ends. Not even just girls. Not even just guys. Okay. They're shallow. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah, I mean that's that's the problem. Yes, and social media is a hundred percent the cause of this because people love to compare relationships and like, oh, this person is dating such a att- more attractive person than you know this person that's interested in me. Like, no, you can't go off that. That's comparison, and that's what gets in people's heads. Oh no, I can't pursue them because they're not they're not up to 
standards. Yeah, yeah. You don't own a business. You you don't have an advanced degree. You know, like you, you, uh, if I go look at your pictures, you haven't traveled. Blah. You know, whatever it may be. I don't think like that. I'm just I'm picturing. No, what, I, I. But yeah. that you're right. That is the majority of people. Right. Right. And, and that's why it's important to look at the Bible for advice. One thousand percent. Yeah. Letting the Holy Spirit guide you in whatever situation, ex- except for some situations like yeah. the one we talked about yeah. off camera. But um, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yes. And, and so, but what I'm realizing is um, my reputation from Texas Tech has has followed me. And I don't like that. Um, and because of that, I, I live my life a little, much differently now. But what I'm seeing, I'm seeing these really beautiful girls, like physically beautiful, because um, I don't think that they're, uh, I should say sexy, maybe or very pretty girls, right? Because yeah. beautiful means from the inside out. Um, but these very pretty girls on the outside, and they're getting with these like, I don't know if you'd really rate them, because that, that's kind of foul. So if you want to jump on me, do it. But, um, <laughs> but they're getting with like these chubbier um, I'm sure that they. I'm sure that they do have good personalities. A lot of them, obviously, haven't met, but um, they're just getting kind of with these chubbier guys, with these like, uh, with these these guys that like they aren't good. Like I'm like you're a. I'd give you an eight, seven, eight, nine. Excuse me. Um, your personality probably sucks. I know you, and and you probably suck. But anyway, I'd give a. Looks wise, I'd give you like a seven, eight, nine, something like that, right? And then there, this guy that they're with is like, um, if he's in a grocery store, if he's walking past you, you'd just be like, you wouldn't be like, he's ugly. That that that. But but, you, but here's the problem yeah, with ahead. guys that are more attractive, yeah. right? This is what girls come to the conclusion as: they have quote unquote egos because <laughs> right. they know how good looking they are. They don't, but they do, but they don't. But there, that's, there are guys that do. Oh, okay. Right, right. I, I know that when I get enough sleep and my, the bags under my eyes aren't like <laughs> popping out and, and, and I get a haircut, yeah. like, yes, I do have, I have an air about me, sure. But uh, Well, there's a difference between confidence right, and I'm arrogance. Sorry. Actually, yes, go ahead, go ahead. Right, because confidence is being like, yeah, like I, I know who I am and what I quote unquote deserve. I hate using saying that. Yeah, right. You, you have standards, right? Right, right. But arrogance is like, I could have any girl I want. I don't need you. I don't need any yeah. girl. I don't need a relationship. I don't need commitment. Like, right. I can be playing this field for as long as I want. Right. That's arrogance. Yes. Yeah. And there's a difference. For sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the problem is, guys love to get arrogant. They do. They lo- Yeah, and then you have to humble them by, like, letting them know. And there are girls who are arrogant. R- right. right. Right? I mean, and that goes back to the whole social media thing. Oh, I'm going to post this bikini photo show off myself and then they have all these guys sliding into their dms and that kind of you know i think exaggerates arrogance because it's like oh my gosh i can have any guy in the world yeah yeah and uh that's another hot take if we if we can get led into it um is that okay or do you okay yeah um so uh let's let's see oh yes instagram affirmations um i have no clue why why girls need so much affirmations like the the whenever they're if you follow obviously follow girls and the girls that that we follow it's like you are enough today you 
you blah, you blah, blah, blah. You're so great, blah, blah, blah. Like, I don't understand why, like, you need. And so as, on the drive here, uh, and that's why I text you on the drive here, I was like, I was like, oh, my gosh. It, it like, hit me because there's a girl um, that I know, and, and she's gorgeous, and she posts that kind of stuff all the time. But in real life, she she struggles with with um, I don't, I don't want to say a full on depression, but you you person to person, human to human, physically, you cannot tell her she's beautiful. She wouldn't believe you. Mm. You couldn't. And, and but you know what that is, right? That's Satan. That's that's anxiety. That's doubt. That's that's not from God. Oh well, of course not. Yeah, of course. But not. that's that's the thing. Like that's why faith is so important in dating. Right. Because you have to okay. know. That God loves you, and only good things come from Him. Like He would never insult you and be like, "You're not pretty enough." No, like in your, right. your eyes, you're His creation. Yeah, you're one of His children. You're yeah. beautiful. Right, right, and and so she is a believer, and that and one of the reasons I want to become an evangelist, uh, which is, in modern terms is, is called a pastor. Uh, well, not re- not a pastor, but a preacher. A pastor is the person that you go to and see at your church, and they deal with people's problems. I just want to preach, right? I, that's I just want to speak, preach, and travel and move around yeah. and do that. Um, and so this girl is a professing Christian. Um, she, I know she goes to Bible study, um, and so on and so forth. Um, and she still posts these secular affirmations um, on her page, and um, you couldn't tell. But this is not just secluded to just her. Um, it's, it's many people, many humans, many girls. Um, and it's like, I, I, like I said, it hit me on the drive here. It's like, uh, you're, she's, she's like numbing herself from compliments Mm. because of, because like you're seeing that so much, like, and it's not even directly to her, but like her eyes are being fed it. Like to the point where she can't believe it. Right. Yeah. Because like anything in excess Right, biblically, anything in excess will will destroy you. It doesn't matter what it is. If you live by the sword, this is biblical. If you live by the sword, you die by the sword. If you live by Instagram affirmations, you're going to die by Instagram affirmations. So now, in a real world, it's it's like, um, for an extreme lack of better terms, like word porn, right? Like it's like affirmation porn, where like you like if I go and watch a lot of porn now, when I see something physically or or something else, like it's maybe the boot. Maybe a physical feature is, is smaller or, or not as big or not as great, good looking. And I'm like, Ugh. but in my mind, I'm like, when have I ever seen anything? Like, what am I comparing this to? Right. Well, and it's like if a guy gives a girl a compliment, oh, they're sweet talking. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Uh, and, yeah. And, here. And, and, and here's the thing, right? Everything is like either at this end of the spectrum or the other end of the spectrum. Yeah. There's no like middle ground where it's like, okay, someone gives me a compliment. I'm, I'm going to take that and say thank you. Now, there's compliments where it's in excess, right? And that's maybe where it's sweet talking and it's like too, too much. Right, right? Like right, it's like, right. that's all they're doing. Right. Well, that <laughs> happened on Love is Blind too, where where it felt like, and and I've I've been a victim of this too, where they were just waking up and they, well, they were just going to sleep and then they were just waking up and this guy kept telling the girl that she's beautiful. She's beautiful. She's beautiful. And like, she was just like, they were literally laying on top of each other like in the morning yeah. and just, and he was like, you're so beautiful. And and I and I do I believed him like that he that he yeah. felt that way. They've only know, known each other for nine or ten days at this yeah. point on the show, and um, um, but I feel like you know, he he was making himself uh, 
he was adding in between the silence. Yeah. So like you don't really know what to say, so you're just like you're beautiful. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because exactly. like you're trying to fill that void of uh-huh. silence. Um, and I've been a victim of that, and I still fall victim of that because like it's it, you we you don't really know how to deal with like awkwardness, right? Yeah. So like you're like. Uh, say, say something nice like oh you're beautiful and then of course now she's again she's just being um, uh, not conditioned but her numbed to to like compliments yeah no that, that's that's some truth right there all right so kind of ending it out top three pieces of advice for dating oh I I, I can't I don't have I, I have if you had to if you had to give <laughs> someone like three to five things three to five that's uh, five three is too many I have, for for anybody watching, I have no, no, no advice on dating. And this is why. And I don't think any pastor, um, Mm -hmm. including uh, JP or whatever, um, I don't think any human can or should tell you how to relationship. It's so unique. It is so extremely unique that there is not a human on earth that should be giving you relationship advice. Now, I say that with respect to psychologists and psychiatrists, right? Um, psychology, obviously, you go four years, get your, your PhD, psychiatry, you go to med school, and, and then specialize in, in psychiatry. Um, and then you can uh, give medicine and things like that. I say that in respect to them because they study facts. And cognitive behavioral therapists, mm-hmm. they study facts, Right. So they study statistics and things like that. I love it whenever um, secular uh, just I love it when science complements biblical principles and biblical principles complement mm-hmm. the science. I love that because um, how in the world are you going to defeat whatever's being said if, yeah. if those two collide? Right. Excuse me. Um, I do have one piece of relationship advice. Find God. Mm. Be with Jesus Christ. Let the Holy Spirit dwell within you. The Holy Spirit will literally lead you in every situation. Here uh, in the book of John, it, sa- it states that, um, or I'm, I'm sorry, in Matthew, they were going to court. Now, I know I'm reaching a little bit here, um, but I, I'm still going to reach. I, I mean, that's what, that's, what I, that's what I like to do. I like to reach. Um, and it says, uh, so it's, sorry, I was going to get to it. So. Uh, par- a paraphrase uh, of, of it is saying that Jesus was telling them, you're going to get brought up in the courts. You're, this is going to be the first time that any of you have ever been brought in front of a council, have ever been brought in front of a court of law. You're not going to know what to say. You're going to be scared, but the Holy Spirit will be within you and you will know what to say. Right. That's paraphrasing. So I, I don't I don't want to add or take away from the from anything biblical. Um but the Holy Spirit is working within you. When you're out there, like uh, one of the questions, I was listening to a Christian radio station on my way to work, and uh, one of the callers called in and was asking, should a Christian wear a shirt to, or, uh, to the beach, or, mm-hmm. or be shirtless, rather, yeah. um, at, at the beach or at the pool? Mm-hmm. Um, and should they wear, are, are Christians allowed, quote-unquote, allowed to wear bikinis? And, um, and my head is blown because there there are Christians out there who believe that there is a pastor, someone qualified to give you an answer, a, a genuine answer. Um, no one is an authority on relationships. There's not there, these people that are authority like Steve Harvey was quoting, was giving relationship advice. Three marriages, two divorces. Mm. Is that who you want relationship advice from? The entire Bible is relationship based. You can go to hell for not for not saying hello to someone, for not not loving someone. 
Well, I, my view is you seek counsel from couples or people, just in general. That's correct, yes. That you want to emulate. Yes, that, yes, and, I, and I'm glad you said that. Um, um, I'm absolutely glad you said that. You do seek wisdom on certain topics. You do seek uh, insight on certain things. Like, hey, me and my husband have been arguing a lot lately. Do you all do that? Um, hey, what do you do um, prior to an argument, before an argument, after an argument? But it should be from people that you want to be like. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Like, yeah. I don't want to be like Steve Harvey. No, right. <laughs> exactly. Right. And I'm not saying he's not a good person or he hasn't done good things. I'm just saying, like, that's not who I want to be like, right? Um, for me, like I said, letting the Holy Spirit guide me in every sort of relationship, in every sort of, 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 no matter what it is, no matter what it is, letting the Holy Spirit guide me, whether it's relationship, whether it's an intimate relationship, whether it's a friendship, um, no matter what it is, you letting the Holy Spirit guide me, it'll nudge you. Now, the secular world calls it their gut, right? Like they, they say, my gut, um, which is fine. I, you know, I, I'm not, you're... you're you could be spiritually immature and you don't really know you, you don't, you're not distinguishing who that it really is um that's that's with inside of you right and so if you let the holy spirit guide you it's going to tell you like hey something's something's a little off here um now maybe you can do something to reconcile that and sometimes they're just saying just let it go and the way that you know that it's right is, is again this is cliche within the christian church but we serve a god of peace the god of peace right the prince of peace he's called in the old testament um jesus christ is and so um you you know like even if you let a kiss go too far like that holy spirit is nudging you like every second of the day like now because i've allowed the holy spirit to be within me fully when i'm out drinking it's it's like it's just sitting there bugging me yeah, Every, but I think that's that's when you fully surrender to God. Yes, that's when yeah. you, when the Holy Spirit dwells in you is you giving everything to God. Yes and no, giving everything to God. I'm it. It sounds good, but there's little areas in our life that we we we're not giving everything to God. And Absolutely. Yes, and so 100 right, agree. and so I I want people to come on board to this Christian faith, um, but I don't want them to be like I have to give everything, and and you do you do like every situation you do. Um, so, but anyway, I guess that'll there, be a topic. There's, there's always situations where you're not giving it fully to God, but it's like when you do, right? Especially it goes, dating. Yes, it goes it, better for you. Yeah, everything goes better yes, for it you. Goes, but we're only human at the end of the day. Right. Like we're going to try I don't like that as situations. an excuse, but right. We're, we're going to, I mean, right. but that's the reality. That is very true. Yes, it's very yeah, true. It is, so. a, it is reality. Um, anyway, come to the faith. <laughs> make better decisions yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey great advice <laughs> yeah yeah let the, 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 the all it all sums up to for whoever's listening whoever cares it, it all sums up to letting the holy spirit guide you the only way that you have to receive christ you have to confess with your mouth that jesus is lord um, and believe in your heart that god raised him from the dead um, and then once that happens then you accept the holy spirit it's not through a water baptism it's not through some crazy um, experience you literally wherever you are you could be in a bar you could be in an apartment complex you could be in your car mm -hmm. and you accept the holy spirit and, and there doesn't need there usually doesn't need to be a third party involved within that you just accept jesus christ as your lord and savior you serve him as king um, and and then let his, let that spirit guide you um, you're going to make mistakes but for the most part you're going to listen to like the holy spirit is going to be in you and you're going to be able to distinguish and recognize it if you allow it to happen yeah that's so good really really good yeah well thanks chadrick <laughs> thank you <laughs> i really appreciate you coming and taking the time to be on hot takes with kate yes. uh, we're gonna have to have you back because i know we have to I, talk think, I think there's a few other things we want to talk no, about we, yeah we we have to uh we have to have a part two because we got to talk about 
and giving everything to God. Oh, 100%. Yeah. All right. All right. Thanks. Thank you. <laughs>